did I mention that we have a Kickstarter going? So we at the Mosaic Arc and Dragon Common Room have been taking our market research very seriously. And we realize we have we have different demographics in our audience. And you know we're we're late we're ladies for the most part in, in the poetry team right now. And so we we we're coming to you with an evangelical mode of the four of us, which which is good. But we, we realize we, we need to we need to make sure to broaden our appeal and you know there's there's certain other elements of of the audience demographics that we're trying to attract that we we weren't we weren't sure whether we were going to capture their attention so we we, we you know we studied maybe I don't know children no we did that with Aurora Borealis. Um, We'd say we were writing for Christians, so we hope that works. But oh well, you know, that that could get a little thorny because of all the different groups. Mm. But 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 then the other night, the other night we we realized that there was one group, one group in our audience that we were really kind of mystified by, and we needed to do a bit more research. What is it that men really want tonight? On the Mosaic Arc, we're going to find out. now i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> no we're not we're we are not here we are not here tonight to talk about what women want because well maybe we should <laughs> do an episode entirely on what women want no this this is serious research we need to figure out mm -hmm. what men want do you have any idea absolutely none <laughs> yeah. i i mean I, how would we know we're not we're, we're women Probably. Are you a woman? I am now. <laughs> That's true. We had to do your gender reveal. So maybe you've had some experience mm -hmm. being a man, but I'm not sure that's the same. I mean, a man yeah. on the internet, is that the same as a man who in, in real life who would actually like support our Kickstarter and, and be interested in our work? I, I'm not, I'm not sure. No, so we're no. gold digging. I was right? laughing. You're, you're, I was you laughing. Just laughing. You're Joan of Arking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mosaic arc did joan of arc and gladriel and we we understood that that you know they're actually twinned and, and so that's okay so we recognize it's not simply a matter of putting on different clothes oops no. <laughs> you no. mean you mean if i were 
I've tried that. It, it doesn't work. work. <laughs> what if we wore heels? Do you think that would do it? Wait. Well, I, apparently not. I was shocked to learn from you. <laughs> I do my research. After my little rant last I night. I know, I know. I said, makeup. we can't just put on heels. And she says, what did you say? I'm not, I'm not doing heels. And I said, well, heels are for men. Yes. Right? They're actually like cavalry yeah. boots. It's a, grew up where I come from in in the southwest and guys wear cowboy boots and they've got heels because heels are for keeping your feet in the stirrup so you don't fall off the horse i don't know what this women wearing heels is about (laughs) but you know men and men and no see we're gonna keep it's gonna be really hard because we're just gonna keep thinking like women and think about what we like in men well yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean we can reverse engineer if we need to. Um, but does it work that way? Well, I mean, what we like in men, is that what they like as men? I mean, what what is it that men like? I think, I think do we have any evidence of what men like? They seem to have left a few breadcrumbs here or really? there. Really? <laughs> Are there any out there? I mean, to, to, Amazingly. to, to attend to <laughs> the internet... It, it seems like they're very difficult to understand. I mean, well, I mean, I have, I have, I did that one blog post so many years ago now it's in ancient history, but you know, like three cheers for white guys, men. And, yes. and, and, but I was, even in that one, I was mainly saying what women like about them, or at least we should, mm. we should pay attention to things like chivalry and consensual marriage. I'm, I'm really moving in the other direction on that right to vote thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting experiment. Um, I'm I'm happy to not have that experiment running any further, but <laughs> I'm prejudiced. I've uh, I've enjoyed the, the 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 bliss of a society where women have absolutely no influence on uh formal national politics really except for their machinations in in family life and it's really interesting seeing the the difference in how that all Mm. works so you know it's a different level of politics and it's much nicer too because um you get to be pretty when you're uh in that kind of uh family political environment and then you know let the boys handle all the mess on the outside it's good it's good. See, so this is, I, I think, as women, one of the, I mean, we are, we can say that, right? As women, can I say that? As a woman, I, you just described what men do is messy, right? So it's like we, we let them be out yeah. there in that mess. Are, are, is, so men are messy. No. no. Really? No? no. Oh, no. okay. No, they just deal with the mess. <laughs> they deal with the mess. Okay. Yeah, they clean up the mess. But I mean, to, I, I, to hear some women talk, maybe still, not still civilized, <laughs> maybe, maybe not our women, maybe not the women in our, in our particular poetry team, but we did, we did seem a little mystified at that certain point, you know, that men are, um, insensitive and, um, clumsy. I mean, I want, you know, I, there, there's media mm-hmm. out there, right. That suggests what men are like and, and women are often correcting them. They must be kind of dumb. Do you mean the woman's blaming? Uh, the woman's blaming. Well, but we have to do it constantly, right? If you if you watch if you watch the media, <laughs> right? I mean, particularly in advertising. We said I said you know we're trying to figure out what men 
really want because we want to appeal to them. It, mm -hmm. And 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 to suggest from the advertisements that they usually seem to need some help. They're, they're you know, like they they're not very good at housework. Oh yeah, like according to major corporations, yeah. they're all retarded. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. They're sort of like barely literate troglodytes that sort of grunt their way around the family and uh you know if that women are ordering them around right and, and like they're they're <laughs> like always who, getting you know? lost right um because they won't mm -hmm. ask for directions and stuff and um the you know the and I mean, in the superhero movies, right? They're they're usually need a he need help from a woman to like beat the monsters and stuff. Yeah. Does this, I hmm. Well, okay. So it seems like we have plenty of evidence. And no, wait. But none of this is actually yet what men want, is it? I don't think so. No, I think this is what advertisers Ooh. want. Yeah. So advertise. I mean, they're they're having a bit of a kerfuffle right now over beer. Men like beer, right? <laughs> beer spikes your estrogen. <laughs> <laughs> beer is like liquid bread. This is this is true. Girl. Yeah, it kind of makes them dopey and fat. Maybe that's it. They're just over beer. Yeah. You you do know no I, I I had not considered this but in, of course in the Middle Ages it was women who made the ale right their ale wives so maybe that this could that we could have a secret here the more beer you drink the more womanly you become guys uh -huh. guys guys are you, are we sure about this <laughs> it, it it does so Bud Light are onto it maybe they are <laughs> maybe this was just truth and advertising and they've done everyone a favor. Oh goodness. Okay. So so maybe they maybe <laughs> beer is not actually I mean the, the I think you know here on unauthorized we know Fox drinks wine. So maybe men like wine. That that's a start. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we can we can start there. Yeah. What else do you think they like? They like cars. Uh, well, this my dad did really like cars. They like machines. Yeah, he liked he liked working on the machines. Cuz they went vroom vroom, right? That that's what men like. They like yeah. loud noises. Yeah, horsepower. It's. I think. <laughs> I think men like the game of being able to increase their their technological environment. Mm. It's like uh, they're constantly finding new ways to play. Men like to game. This is so yes. No, like this is this one is game, true. and then they'll make a new yeah. one. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that makes them sound a little more complicated than the the advertisements suggest. Yeah. Or 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 like pretty much every every sitcom since I don't know Bewitched. I I was I I was actually mm. I was listening to um a bit of Chuck Dixon's discussion on comics. I guess guys like comics because he talks about them, and he was he was um upset that the movies that are using all the superheroes weren't showing the comics and people reading them and one of them was they had a, a i didn't realize that bewitched had a comic <laughs> they had um whatever her name was the woman who played the i've forgotten her name the witch right but it, you know the whole point of bewitched and i dream a genie and stuff is the women are always like you know powerful and stuff like that and the men are a little silly yeah they're they're foolish and uh 
absent-minded and they need their uh their <clears throat> manic pixie dream girls to like fix everything otherwise they can't cope it's a yeah that's a really odd kind of trend <laughs> it started a long time ago um although with i dream of genie that was a little bit different but it was a very similar theme it was he was an astronaut yeah. he was supposed to be an astronaut <laughs> yeah going to the moon <laughs> we could we could do um, another we could do it we could do a different stream with that one okay so but see, do you think do you that, think that's like these really... shows like it's i dream a genie and bewitch are they made for men do you think men watch those shows i don't think so so we are yet I mean, at what would be appealing what would be oh well maybe okay that would be, the, the the show would appeal to a guy because the the, the lead uh, female is hot, but that's basically it. I mean, beyond the way she looks, there's not much in there. Uh, well, they, it seems to be like, about you know empower. It's all this women power stuff, right? So I'm again, mm -hmm. I'm not sure that. So we've got wine and machines, but yeah, and babes. Do you think? Do you, do you, are you sure they like babes? Yeah. How would we know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't no, know how I, no, like, I should be when I explain this. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly the world's oldest profession is an indicator. <laughs> but we're they told really constantly, no, 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 no. Come on. This is this is May 31st, which is on the cusp of a month where we're going to be told that men don't really like women for a whole month. Oh, although they only like women if the women were born as men and became or something. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused now. It's very complicated. They like technological women, Do not, uh, I'm not sure. I, you know, I'm really not sure that this is it, it, in any way accurate information. I think we need a better source. I think, I think, I think, I think we need to ask some guys. Ooh, look, here's one. He's got blue okay. on his face. Do you think he would know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy knows. <laughs> we, okay, so we as women, I mean, I think, I think we're not using our sources of information properly because as everyone knows, mm -hmm. we live in a patriarchy or we ought to. Wait, no, they promised us a patriarchy. They've been telling us for decades. I mean, ever since I was in high, in high school, <laughs> in college, and did my, you know, obligatory gender studies course, and I was reading all about, you know, theology and God talk and stuff with the feminist theologians and stuff. And Mary Daly was quite clear that the entire problem with Western civilization was that we live in a patriarchy, right? Oh, I wish we did. <laughs> 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 so there must there must be some evidence of uh what men want right if we're in fact surrounded by things that men made right and and maybe we could you you, you yeah. think we, you think we could get there that way we could actually like do you think there's any evidence of what men actually want maybe in ooh all that literature that apparently is patriarchal and, and 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 made by men you think there could be something in there possibly yeah oh look i have a book maybe look at this book 
<laughs> I have this book. I have here in my hand a book. Um, I'm pretty sure it's some stuff men like. I, I'm, I'm guessing here. Um, chosen and edited by Sir Arthur. That sounds like a man's name. Sir Arthur Quiller Couch. Mm -hmm. He seems like a competent kind of guy. So it, and it's it's published by Oxford. So that, that seems authoritative, right? It's like it, the Oxford Book of English Verse. 1250 to 1918. <laughs> 1918, that's so, that means it's, it's, it's right up to the end of the First World War before women were given the right to vote. So women couldn't vote on this, probably. We'll have to, we'll have to, like, hope and guess that, like, this is pure, unadulterated men's stuff. <laughs> you think? You think we found a source? This is the manual. This is the manual that they compiled. <gasps> we went out and we found it we found it we found a book of stuff that men like what do you think we'll find in it it's q it's a this is this is the source of q i think <laughs> it's it's the q book this is the q book we found q the major conspiracy of the world okay is in the palm of Ooh, okay so we as women are in are in possession of something amazingly valuable here because we have an entire book of of stuff edited by a man. We're going to assume it's Sir Arthur was a man that he liked. I, the thing is, I think I've actually heard of this book because when I um uh, the Rumpole stories, which are hilarious if you know like courtroom drama and such, and Rumpole is always reading from this book, the Sir Arthur Quiller Couch edition, right? So it's like old crusty men who writes stories about being barristers in England really like this book. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I, I, maybe I wonder if the guy with the blue face would like some of this. I wonder what it is about barristers that really like that book. Well, they're men. I mean, you know, it's like that's certain, mm. certainly, well, at least it's, it's set up. Okay. So guys, I know, I know. The the, the 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 chat is, is is very quiet they're anticipating they're nervous <laughs> <laughs> we're about to spill okay, thousand that, years yes, of secret wisdom it's, it's a thousand years stream. worth of proof of what men like okay so 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 <laughs> let me see i i, I mean, we just kind of start a little bit in the beginning i mean it's it, it's 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 1250 to 1918 but um, let me see mm, I'll, 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 let's see hmm Oh, here's one. This, this, this is certainly about something. At least this man likes because it's called the passionate shepherd to his love. That that sounds pretty good. Yeah. That sounds okay. Good. We'll start with this one. <laughs> okay. So this is no. This is like serious, serious research here because we need to figure out what men really want. I read. <clears throat> Come live with me and be my love. And we will all the pleasures prove that hills and valleys, dales and fields, or woods or steepy mountains yields. And we will sit upon the rocks and see the shepherds feed their flocks by shallow rivers to whose falls melodious birds sing madrigals. And I will make thee beds of roses and a thousand fragrant posies, a cap of flowers and a kirtle embroidered all with leaves of myrtle, a gown made of the finest wool, which from our pretty lambs were put we pull, 
fair lined slippers for the cold with buckles of the purest gold a belt of straw and ivy buds with coral clasps and amber studs and if these pleasures may thee move come live with me and be my love hmm what do we think of that my brain just up <laughs> 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 I think we have evidence here. There's, there's a. He wants a love. That's nice. And he wants to be nice to her. It sounds like. Yeah. I thought men were Into men. It. Men were. Men. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sound horrible. Seems really into fashion design. <laughs> Indeed, and and singing. And songs, mm -hmm. a, making a bed of roses, and it sounds like he wants to surround her with, with flowers and give her a dress, a beautiful dress embroidered with, with leaves, nice fabric, yeah. <clears throat> golden shoe buckles. This, this seems to be like he's worrying about what she likes. Wait. Hmm. <laughs> no, no no men are selfish this doesn't make any sense well that's what we've been told since the 1950s yeah yeah that they just it's clashing with all my programming i know i th i think i think i th i've left you stunned wait yeah wait I don't know what wait to do now. no we've got some we've got some we've got some wehrmacht bear we're close. He says, gosh darn it, you ladies figures this out. We tried to keep it on the low. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I You're gonna kill clearly, us now. <laughs> clearly, no, the, the, I think this this book has been around for a while. I'm surprised that it hasn't been out there more and like this evidence against against these troglodytic visions that we have of the men who apparently know how to rhyme. <laughs> Yeah, who knew? <laughs> I thought poetry was for girls. Well, I get it's for girls. They clearly write it for us. <laughs> yeah, and and show up, no, thought... show up with flowers and pretty dresses, and and hope we want to be with them. I'm I'm, I'm confused. I like this. Let's like, more. <laughs> yeah, we've got designer dresses got beds covered in roses i mean this is so far is not what i was expecting i thought they were all um drinking bud light and watching the football and you know well certainly i mean i see like i haven't watched commercials in a long time but it's like the, the, I, men were supposed to be like hateful and and ignoring us and and, and mm -hmm. our first piece of evidence here is they give us gifts and 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 Want to take care of us? Fairmont Bear says that would be now be considered condescending. You know, I but I I'm not sure. I I think this is still okay. Maybe maybe we need to get some more evidence, right? Of of things that men really want. Okay, so this was one. Come live with me and be my mm -hmm. love. All right. Well, let me. I'll 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 scoot around. Let me see what else I can find here. Oh, that one was by a name, man named Christopher Marlowe. Hmm. Okay. Marlowe. Marlowe. Okay, let me read another one. We've still got the blue-faced guy. He's looking thoughtful now. Do you think he would like these poems? I'm sure he would like it. He's wearing wool. 
This is true. Come from a. He seems to come from a um, shepherd culture, you know, pastoralist kind of vibe there. So I think he'd be into it. Yeah. Okay. That that that's a good that's a good indication. Okay. Here here I've got another one. Of the blessed sacrament of the altar. Oh wait, that's a little different. <laughs> Um, it looks like it's from someone about the, the about the same period of the the one who wrote about shepherds. So, contemporary, All right? This one's a little longer. Get to get get prepared, All right? The angel's eyes, whom veils cannot deceive, might best disclose disclose that best they do discern. Men must with sound and silent faith receive more than they can by sense or reason, learn. God's power are proofs, his works are wit exceed. The doer's might is reason of his deed. A body is endued with ghostly rites and nature's work from nature's law is free. In heavenly sun lie hid eternal lights, lights clear and near, yet them no eye can see. Dead forms and never-dying life do shroud. A boundless sea lies in a little cloud. The God of hosts in slender host doth dwell. Yea, God and man with all to either do. That God that rules the heavens in rifled hell. That man whose death did us to life renew. That God and man that is the angel's bliss. In form of bread and wine our nurture is. Whole may his body be in smallest bread, whole in the whole, yea, whole in every crumb, with which be one or be ten thousand fed, all to each one to all but one doth come. And though each one as much as all receive, not one too much, nor all too little have. One soul in man is all in every part, one face at once in many mirrors shines. When fearful noise doth make a thousand start, when eye at once of countless things defines. If proofs of one in many nature frame, God may in stranger sort perform the same. God present is at once in every place, yet God in every place is ever one. So may there be by gifts of ghostly grace, one man in many rooms, yet filling none. Since angels may effects of bodies show, God's angels, God angels gifts on bodies may bestow. Oh, we've got a different man now. He's 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 older and got a hat on. He looks very thoughtful after this one. That was tricky. What was it about? Mm. Are men actually subtle in thinking about? Godly, what's it, this one's talking about? The angel's eyes whom veils cannot deceive might best disclose that best. It's talking about angels and things that we can't see very well. What we can know with sound and silent faith receive more than they can by sense or reason learn. There are things that we know that we can. Wow. Men think about this. <laughs> This is this is challenging I stuff. What? I am shocked. I thought they were. I thought they <laughs> they just thought about beer and cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
this, this is okay. So the doer's mind is reason of his deed. The body is endued with ghostly rights and nature's work from nature's law is free. What do you think that means? Say it again. A body is endued with ghostly rights and nature's work from nature's law is free. It could mean many things. It's very trippy. It's okay. Ghostly <laughs> rights. Ah! <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, a rite is something sacred, isn't it? Mm. A rite is a ritual, something sacred. Oh, this is R I G H T S. Oh, rites is in your rites. Yeah. A body is endued with ghostly, ghost, like, I think maybe in this period it means spiritual. Mm. And nature's work from nature's law is free. I mean, you're right, it sounds true. In heavenly sun lie hid eternal lights, lights clear and near, yet them no eye can see. They're lights that you can't see with your eyes. Mm. The inner vision. Mm. Dead forms a never-dying life do shroud. The boundless sea lies in a little cloud. So he's unpacking the mystery of things that we can't see in forms that we can see. Hmm. Okay, so it was about the blessed sacrament of the altar. Do we know what that is? The Eucharist. <gasps> the God of hosts in slender host doth dwell. Yea, God and man with all to either do. That God that rules the heavens and rifled hell, that man whose death did life us to life renew. That God and man that is the angel's bliss in form of bread and wine our nurture is. Oh, okay. So that's, that's, wow. Why did he think he said it so difficult? <laughs> Apparently more intelligent than we thought. <laughs> clearly, clearly. And also, you know, caught up enough in wondering about what this, 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 you said Eucharist, right? This blessed sacrament of mm -hmm. the altar. Again, I mean, I, I, I thought men, you know, just thought about machines and then mm -hmm. like power. Yeah. And conquering things and colonizing things, mm. but this seems a bit different. <laughs> it does, well, it's like it's it's the meditating the how God is in this this the God of hosts and slender host doth dwell is like you know the juxtapositions and the paradoxes. So men like thinking in mm -hmm. riddles and and mysteries. It's, it's a mysterious thing. I had no idea. Sorry, there's a wombat crawling around okay. on the porch. <laughs> yeah. You got, I, um, I thought men just like, you know, killing things. They hunt and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But this is, seems to be about life, right? God present is at once mm -hmm. in every place, yet God in every place is everyone. I'm not sure my brain can c comprehend this, right? It's like, 
So may there be by gifts of ghostly grace, one man in many rooms, yet filling none. Since angels may effects of bodies show, God's angels gifts on bodies may bestow. This takes like rereading a lot. Medita mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe men like thinking hard about mysteries yeah. and wrestling with them. Pondering God in, in our world. Wow. Okay. That one, that one was harder. I, th I think we need, I think we need an, an, an mm. easier one. Let me, let me find a different one. We still, we still got the old man in the, who I always say he's my age. <laughs> Whatever. Wait, which one is this? It's, I think he's French in this. He's got lipstick on. Oh, oh yeah. Maybe men like wearing lipstick. Do the men like wearing lipstick? We're worried about men liking wearing lipstick, aren't we? Is that bad that he's got lipstick on? I mean, I don't think it is. <clears throat> really? Every everybody's worried about the lipstick. Yeah, why? I'm why are worried we worried about, about the lipstick? lipstick? Well, I woke up last night and it just <laughs> said to sort of make a declaration of war against this anti anti men in makeup crusade that's going on. But I thought it made them unmanly. I, wait, do we even know what manly is? We can't. We can't figure manly out yet. We're, we're, that's why it's like so. Men in lipstick and hats yes. and lace and I mean he's got rouge on. I, There's lots of beads and things going on too. Yeah, yeah. And, and and but do you think he's an unmanly man? Wait, do we even know what that means? We got heels and lipstick and and lace, and now they're writing you know complicated verses about. God. I think we've just broken the definition. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this I mean, like, we so we it, were promised that this was a book. This is a patriarchal book about things men like, and they're all very delicate at this point. Mm hmm. Shall I try another one? Yes. Okay. That that one was I was just reading was by someone called Robert Southwell. So guy, right? Guy. We got Christopher Robert. This one's by someone named George. He's got a double fresh name. George Herbert. <laughs> Love. Oh wait, did I did it again? What what is it with these men? Back on the steppy stuff. Where is the machines and the death and you know like. The monsters and um... well, now we now we've got two young men in front of a in front of a pyramid. I think this this is this is this has got to be right, right? It's going to be about something like brutal and thuggish because that's what men are. Mm -hmm. okay. Love. <laughs> waiting for the we're waiting for the <laughs> chat to ex you know like ex explode on us. Wait, wombats. Yeah. Yes, we have wombats. Wombats show up every so often in our stream. She hit one once, you know. I broke her car. <laughs> totaled my car. <laughs> it wasn't broken. It was gone. <laughs> and I bet some men helped you fix that wombat. They did our car. Really? They wow. Yeah. Men, they... men. Men have skills to to fix stuff for us. I. I. You know. I'm. I'm not. I really. This is going to break the internet. We're going to do it again. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Love. I'm going to read this one. You want me to read this one? We're going to read this one. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm still waiting for some someone to get shot or, you know, for a fight scene to happen or, you know, something. Okay. There's no violence yet. All right, let's go. There might, I may, I, I have, I, well, okay. Love. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. This is the, the, these, these are turning out to be harder than we thought. <laughs> Apparently men can, men can write complicated language. <clears throat> Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back, guilty of dust and sin. But quick-eyed love observing me grow slack from, from my first entrance in, drew nearer to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful, ah, my dear, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand and smiling did reply, Who made the eyes but I? Truth, Lord, but I have marred them, Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And I know you not, says Love, who bore the blame, My dear, then, I will serve. You must sit down, says Love, and taste my meat, And so I did sit and eat. I think we did it again. That that sounds mystical. Mm. It does. And it's sad. Oh, is it sad? Mm -hmm. How so? Other, other than that, I can't read these very well. I think I, I think you need to practice reading this stuff. It's, it, it, it takes some, it takes some, you know, elegance and performance I'm, I'm blundering through it like no you're doing really no, well no, I, I feel like it, i'm not you're living I'm very not... well i'm okay, getting go ahead i'm getting drugs <laughs> no you read and i start getting it's, it's not so horrific in the sense i want to go to sleep but i just <laughs> you get bombarded with imagery and then it's it's like being uh high on words it's mm. wonderful Wow. So, mm -hmm. so these guys standing in front of the pyramid looking wistful may be thinking about deep mysteries. Mm -hmm. Should I read this one again? I think this one's worth reading again. Okay. Yes. Love bade me welcome, yet my soul drew back guilty of dust and sin. The quick-eyed love observing me grow slack from my first entrance in drew nearer to me, sweetly questioning if I lacked anything. A guest, I answered, worthy to be here. Love said, you shall be he. I, the unkind, ungrateful, ah, my dear, I cannot look on thee. Love took my hand and smiling did reply, who made the eyes but I? Truth, Lord, but I have marred them. Let my shame go where it doth deserve. And know you not, says love, who bore the blame? My dear, then, I will serve. You must sit down, says love, and taste my meat. And so I did sit and eat. It's sad. It's it's bittersweet. Bittersweet meat that he's eating. Because, I mean, as you're saying this, it seems to...
I'm just thinking of all the men that have seen things with their eyes that they can't erase. That's the kind of imagery that comes to mind. That there's this... Like a stain of... Uh, shame over them because of... Whatever has happened before and then feeling undeserved of the 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 invitation into love and it's very sad because it's very re relatable I mean it's interesting because so the first the first poem we read was come live with me and be my love and the second one was meditating on the altar. Mm. Our audience will begin to suspect that I may not have chosen these completely at random. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but here it's love, it's God as love, obviously, hopefully. Mm -hmm. But love as love, I mean, it's like sometimes people are saying, how can love be God? God is love, but love speaking to the soul or I, right? The I and the, and the, and the 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 sound rhyme mm. on eyes and I who made the eyes but I. I can't look on God. I can't look on love. But God, love made the eyes. But but yes. they've been marred, and d deserving the shame to be sent away. And love says, "No, come sit and eat. I've I'm feeding you. I'm serving." Mm. Um, which makes the engagement with the altar i mean i think so one of one of the things so we're just gonna get serious and sober and start weeping at this we do have some other ones but um mm -hmm. ann barnard had that wonderful meditation on why the traditional mass is so important um comparing it to the the mm -hmm. observe the right kept at the tomb of the unknown soldier and that men men do that and men are doing it for men who have died and are not taking it's not this sort of silly casual thing that you should oh you know we need to make sure to invite everybody in and be comfy and oh yeah oh yeah he he died but we don't know who he is you know th that would be horrible um and mm. and barnhart is meditating on how the priests who serve at the altar in the traditional mass treat the altar as the soldiers revere the the, the tomb it's like their responsibility to serve there with yes. um this incredible precision and dignity in whatever circumstances right it's like you don't get to do the altar just when you feel like it you know the priest is there but it's love who is there on the altar um it, it, it's kind of astonishing to me and I was like, like the, the the ladies, we're guilty, right? We we've ruined a lot, and one thing we've definitely ruined is men's devotion in this kind of dignity, because women yeah. wanted freeform stuff. I don't know why, <laughs> because surely by now you recognize that the one thing men really really like, based on the Oxford English Book of English verse 
12, 15, and 19, 18, chosen and edited by Sir Arthur Quiller Couch, is stuff that scans and mm. the structure and beauty in the repetition. Well, the, the, the article that was talking about the, the right, uh, you know, that aspect to the, to the service of the tomb of the unknown soldier painted it as a, a martial discipline, you know, it was militaristic and then linked it with the, the service of the mass as a, as a militaristic mm. thing. And I think women have wrecked it because women feel women are afraid of militarism in men because they can't control it because women will never achieve the discipline that's required to make that level of beauty. It's an art form that's beyond feminine uh, capacity. We are not capable of it. And it's difficult for women to admit it. Mm. They can't. And I don't understand why, except for maybe a lot of women have never seen the world without it and to understand how truly horrifying it is when it's completely mm. gone. That, that beauty is necessary to life and it's necessary to women's joy. And, uh, I mean, we still do the traditional uh, Orthodox mass, and so we will have uh, the Abuna doing the same thing with virtually nobody in the church if it's very early in the morning and it's not a feast day or something like this. Uh, the same with the monks in the monasteries mm. that, you know, they'll perform an entire liturgy and it's just for them. It's just for the monks that are in the monastery. They don't have an audience. They don't have anybody recording it or anybody praising them for doing anything. Um, it's pure art. Women are terrified of it because they can't do it. Well, it's it. So we. That's my I, No, I agree, and I. I'm. What we're yeah. trying to demonstrate um, is. Well, I, I, I found myself now. I'm really angry, <laughs> because I am angry at women for destroying this joy and dignity that men have in their mm. skill and precision and mystery um mm. and it, it's 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 curious to me because like we're writing the poetry in in our practice and we'd like to be this good <laughs> um it's mm. it's it's interesting with you know a book like this and you're saying you know there's not enough women poets in it um women I, I'm not sure. It's like poetry is literally <laughs> the um, uh, le le it needs the least equipment, as it were, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it it can't. And going back to the the sense that it's you know it's the the origins of art are in word crafting and poetry. It's like you take some equipment mm -hmm. to write it down and preserve it and things like that. Some some of the poems that we know as the greatest literature of the Middle Ages were in one copy and we have them now. So it isn't it isn't like the Pearl or Seguin, right? It isn't that the other argument, oh, like women couldn't write stuff down and they didn't have the access to it. It's like, well, we do now. We know what one or two copies of medieval women's poetry there was. We're still... Mm -hmm it's hard to find women's work that has this 
character that men's work does. And, you know, I, those of us who value men's work are saying, it's like, why can't we do it? I don't know why. I don't know why we're, we can't be as disciplined as, as they are, but why would we want to wreck it as, as women when their discipline is so, so amazingly beautiful? Mm -hmm. I don't think we can do it in the same way because women have to maintain social acceptability in order to function and survive. Men don't. There, you know, like I've been saying lots of things about this on my channel mm. recently. But the the idea of being a man is that to be to be a man essentially is to be a, a socially accepted antisocial because you can do things that women can't do. You can do things other men are not doing because the the whole idea is that you push the envelope forward and you know you build a new game. Right. That makes you a man. You're not accepting the rules that you've been given or, uh, you know, the particular game structure that you've been given. You build the game uh, as you go along. Women don't do that. We we exist on a game board that's already been um, constructed for us. And if we are pushing the envelope, it's generally, uh, you know, as close as we can get to... Uh, what we're capable of doing without becoming antisocial because once you're antisocial and a woman you're 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 done um so there's that that aspect to it as well but also pushing that pushing that boundary requires discipline otherwise you just you go you go mad mm. so i think that's part of the reason like i'm i'm thinking of the the men in my life that i know that have done things that are um that are interesting in this way to me and uh, their creativity and their discipline has to be um, synchronized. And uh, I don't know, the w women are, are innately terrified of new things, whereas men find them exciting. Mm. Well, the, so, I mean, within academia, the, the, you know, my entire career, the complaint was, you know, we haven't put enough women into all of these collections. Mm. Women's, women's voices need to be heard. Women need to be in, in these. And I mean, it's, it's funny because it, it's funny in retrospect to realize, you know, we've had, as we started out the episode tonight was saying, it's like, we have all these evidence of what men like, and yet surrounded by it you know filled books in the library filled with what men are saying and we the women don't seem to hear it i mean like do you, you do you really want do you want to understand how to talk to these human beings who seem to have very fine feelings and intimate desires and yet women have this caricature of them as incapable and mm brutish i mean it's 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 sort of it's it's like they take the usual character homer simpson or you know the mm. darren darren what's his name and bewitched or you know so all of them the, those guys don't yes. write this and 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 then you say well i i actually teach enough 
I teach classes on campus and I set assignments that enable people to write what they want. And I will tell you men write poetry for me about battles and things like that because it's Tolkien. But mm -hmm. the, their choice is to craft art. And this, this, yes. this sort of lie about men not liking art, where did that come from? That that's these things. It's like I did the um, the guest episode with E. Michael Jones a few weeks ago on his podcast, and we talked about his beauty book, and he talked about English poetry as like the ground yeah. of if we have art in in the English tradition, it's the it's this poetry. Yeah. Other cultures have different different skills like music and and architecture and such. What English have is is our poetry, and somehow this has been erased from our ed education and our training and our enjoyment and do you realize that they've wiped out men's excellence yep yeah got some comments here let's see um casey's saying where's the picture of adam ant we don't have any of him <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we have, we're back to the blue faced guy because I put them on. They're they're randomly perfect. going. So you're just gonna the the the, the, the randomness of the the Wehrmacht bear isn't also God speaking to someone. Yes. So in love, it's love. It's a conversation with God. Um, it's about unworthiness. Casey says about about piety. Says humility beyond judgment. Casey, Camille Paglia explained the male obsessive need to create art and why it made them superior at it. Well, this is, you know, what I think about this is when I see the guys in the park playing, you know, practicing on their skateboards and occasionally there's a woman there, but usually it's a couple guys by themselves practicing on the skateboard. And, and that kind of obsessive self-discipline of an art is peculiar peculiarly characteristic of men manual nurturing instinct has to make you more careful yes and i think i mean the the default one is if you want to understand the way women are you have to realize that there would be no toddlers without us <laughs> never mind wombats right it's like you have to you, you have to have you know an intense tolerance for chaos that the kids are creating and you know be able to you know be distracted and do three things at once because you don't want them to fall off the cliff um so we do have different skills and i what we're lamenting tonight is simply this strangeness so that we've come up with this these caricatures of men to say they don't like any of the things that we're finding in this book edited by men we'll do another one now mm -hmm. let's see i mean i'll say quickly before you start again is that women that do get very obsessive over a particular thing tend to be bullied by other women because mm. we get obsessive over a particular thing. Um, you know, it's a, it's a kind of, uh, indulgence, but it's, 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 it's seen as, you know, like really an abhorrent eccentricity for a woman to be too over obsessed and hyper fixated on one thing in, uh, in girl circles mm -hmm. i have no girl because... i don't i mean you all are my only girl circle i have no idea <laughs> and i'm hyper fixated <laughs> or fencing i mean fence, you know the women in fencing are like this too but but i do say 
but the thing is, I, I can think of things like that women school, actually you know, get. Politics. I mean, women get very obsessive about. I don't know. Oh, do they? I mean, this is one of Milo's jokes continuously. That it the in any art, the men are always going to be better at it, even cooking, right? Or it's like if you think great chefs, they're men, or the great this, they're men, the great that, they're men, which to a certain extent requires this kind of obsessive focus that you're describing. You yes. really have to drill yourself and train so that you in this context with the language, know every syllable, every phrase, every definition, every pattern, every previous poem, like you study other people's poems so that you can craft yours against theirs. And, you know, constantly like the guys in the park on the skateboard over and over and over again, the same drill. Yeah. 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 They're weird like that. <laughs> Men. It's, good. It's, it's cool but i mean like it's weird you know like what are you doing you did that like a thousand five hundred times today yeah but like i'm almost like getting it perfect right. okay good luck with that i'll come back later and and the thing is I, like. I i i i you know so what's funny for me as i myself right there's a variety of things that i do that take a lot of practice and sometimes i'll get to that level of obsession maybe like fixing our website um for the yeah. last month but but i do yes. appreciate that in other things that i wish i were better at like you know playing the fiddle which i did for eight years right i i i don't always achieve that level of excessive practice and i and i yeah, i can make myself do discipline practice like regular but that level of just you know i'm going to try every sound that this instrument can make until it makes all the sounds i know it i i until i know all the sounds it can make that kind of experiment the 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 crafting um i can watch men do things at that level and wish i could but i don't i don't do it i'm gonna read another poem i i, I clearly am not even capable of it because i'm going in and out of focus <laughs> Um, you got wombats running around out there. What do you? They're really loud. Tomorrow you're going to have kangaroos too. Okay, death. Death be not proud, though some had called thee mighty and dreadful, for thou art not so. For those whom thou thinkest thou dost overthrow, die not, poor death, nor yet canst thou kill me. From rest and sleep, which but thy picture be, much pleasure then from thee much more must flow and soonest our best men with thee do go rest of their bones and souls delivery thou art slave to fate chance i'm not reading this properly thou art slave to fate chance kings and desperate men and dust with poison war and sickness dwell and poppy or charms can make us sleep as well and better than thy stroke why swellest thou then one short sleep past, we wake eternally, and death shall be no more. Death, thou shalt die. That's magnificent. It's hard not to like Dunn. I mean, he's... Mm -hmm. <laughs> death be not proud, though some have called thee mighty and dreadful for thou art not so for those whom thou thinkest thou dost overthrow die not poor death nor yet canst thou kill me i mean men do have to worry about dying mm -hmm. 
I always, yeah, they do. I have this, this is a funny thing, and it's like you know, the brutishness of women. So we're always complaining. <laughs> Woe mm -hmm. is me. Woe is me. Um, men suffer a lot. And I'm singing, you know, I'm doing through it. So, oh, look, we have um, Man with Dog <laughs> in, 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 our, my in my picture now. Um, I, I, so he, the, you know, the characters are male plays. And it's like, there's a lot of, you can, you can get beaten up a lot, right? If you're a man, which mm -hmm. then starts making this illusion mm -hmm. that they don't hurt. But then mm. so much of the things that men make that they like and want to watch and stuff seems to be about how much it hurts. Wait. Yeah, because it's a competition to see how much pain you can take. <laughs> well, that, but... No, I'm serious. Yeah. Like, the guys I grew up with... Yeah, the guys I grew up with used to just... It was like the game... The games they would play with each other were all based around who could tolerate the most discomfort mm. and then brag about it. That was all they did for about four years, you know? They'd light, light things on fire, light each other on fire... I mean, kind of easy to guess the kind of people that I grew up with. But, people who lit you know, things on was... fire, clearly. You, 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 yeah, you, you're down yeah. there in Mad Max territory, clearly. <laughs> yeah. well, we are. <laughs> we are. Um, you know, like they would, uh, they would break into different construction sites and stuff to go on missions and break into drains and uh, <laughs> and all sorts of stuff and like. A few guys I know fell through roofs and, uh, you know, they were having a great time. But it was literally a competition to see who could handle the most discomfort mm. and take the most risks without, you know, <laughs> losing a finger or something. <laughs> but I think, I mean, there's a, there's, there's a kind of a illusion that, that therefore they don't have pain. Oh, they have it. No, they have it. They have it. It's just, it's the honor of being able to handle it. <clears throat> I mm. think that's the way I would read the situation. But they have it. Absolutely. And they they don't show it the same way women do. I mean, the, the women, women over the last, I mean, there's, feminism has a lot to answer for. We're trying to make you answer for it right now, women. Um... Uh, that you know men don't understand how painful it would be to give birth kind of thing and and therefore women <clears throat> have to suffer more than men because we give birth and how dare the men make us give birth and we have to suffer mm. more than they do always and you know your period pain 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 how dare you make us have pain you horrible <laughs> you horrible men who just want to use us for sex and then make us have pain then give it give well, us gold buckled shoes exist. and flowers and stuff away now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no but, but those guys exist but i i think the problem is that women don't really understand what it what it is to be in that kind of environment where you do have to prove yourself as capable of taking them taking uh you know uh insane risks that are uh going to potentially injure you you know physically or psychologically and then uh 
walk it off, so to speak, and come back and do it again the next day. I mean, that, like, uh, there's no hand-holding for men. Mm. You know, there's no, like, little hold your hand and support your feelings situation that goes on in those circles. I mean, like, I'm talking about the people. I, I, I grew up with people that were, you know, kind of wild. Like, it really was Mad Max. And... <laughs> and <laughs> she picked you know, the like images. Were... No, wait, we both picked. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I understand now why you put this one in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It speaks to me on a very totemic level. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like these these guys were, uh, they they had to handle a lot. And then, um, you know, you could see... Sorry, I'm getting distracted. There's so many animals on the roof right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the that that need to prove themselves, they can't relax mm. because there's always someone else who's going to try them. There's always someone who's going to test them. There's always someone who's trying to. Uh, you know, destabilize their reputation in front of everybody and prove that they're actually, you know, full of it and they, you know, that they're actually weak. It's like this this constant um, like for, for the boys that, I, you know, I, I, I was with, like, it was this constant need to prove strength and uh, and handle the handle the risks and then also handle the consequences of what were, what they were doing and taking those mm. risks too. Um, like, uh, you know, for, for a couple of years in, uh, in the neighborhood where I grew up, you know, it was, uh, there, there was a game uh, about, you know, like how many cars can you seal in, in six months? Mm. Like this kind of, this level of, um, well, this is, it's know, this gaming. kind of stuff that makes people think they, they 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 don't like art yeah but but this is the thing like this is just like a this is like a basic example of this kind of competitional urge mm. between you know between all of them to like sort out a hierarchy so like what are we going to do today oh yeah well we'll just do this because this is the new game or whatever whatever it is on the on the creative side instead of the destructive side where they're just boosting cars um it's the same thing same criticism, same risk, same fear of failure, same, you know, risk of catastrophe, losing, losing face in front of everybody. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's an enormous amount of pressure. I mean, women get stressed when we change our hair color and, you know, our girlfriends don't like it. It's, it's just, it, there's a, there's a, there's an intensity to the experience of having to survive on the edge in that way that I think is underappreciated. Mm. Well, so I did um, hear, so Anthony Eastland, Tony Eastland did a really excellent lecture where he's talking about this problem. It's like, how do you nurture a boy genius like, <laughs> in, yeah. in, the, in the sense that you need them to be able to be taking this level of risk and train, mm -hmm. pushing themselves? Um, and, yeah. you know, of course, it's it, the sad thing is with all of the, it's like, I like I like doing things that 
men get really excellent at, and I like having the opportunity to do them, for example, be in academia or in fencing or, you know, something like that. But what I also, I, I dislike the the sense that, you know, they ha they're going to have to scale it back for me because they need their excellence too, which is not going to come from testing mm -hmm. themselves against me in certain situations, maybe in some. <laughs> um, yes. But that i it, yeah again i i'm 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 sort of bewildered at how we could have had, we could have developed a culture that doesn't enjoy all of these skills and and excellences that that to pin to me i just sort of end up boggled right yeah 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 oh it sucks it sucks <laughs> I mean, there's something magnificent when you see someone do something for the first time that they've been trying to do 50, you know, 56, 57 times in right. a row. Like guys that, you know, I, I would go diving with because we used to go cliff jumping and we'd go off, you know, we'd make high dives and you'd see, you'd see some of these, these boys go out there and, and they'd try and do a trick and they'd be trying for like 50, 60, mm -hmm. 70 times to nail it sometimes they're smacking their heads against things as they're jumping <laughs> off the platform you're like you're bleeding man why are you going back up there shut up i'm gonna yeah, get it you know yeah like, yeah it's and that's the you know the feminine urge to nurture and you know ah, you're bleeding stop doing it ah. well no i think sometimes okay. i think sometimes it's not it's not even nurturing although i say we, we've got um you'd say oh wow okay uh Death Be Not Proud, one of my favorites. It's confident and hopeful. Yeah. The thing is, I have it attached to, it was used as a title of a book for someone who's dying of brain cancer. So <laughs> somehow read in school. I'm not sure why. Um, Bishop, studied Holy Sonnet 10th and final year high school. Men need a reason for enduring the hurt, sometimes status, sometimes purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The reason. Purposelessness is death for men. Well, and the, and I think the the purpose of like what is it they what what kind of purpose motivates them? And we've seen this as a problem in the the internet mm. subculture of men just not. I mean, we we tend to be a little brutal. Learn to scan. <laughs> It's yeah. like get a skill. <laughs> Stop complaining. It's like how I. It's, so it's sad because men can seem to. I I have this sort of the fantasy version of it is, and I think I got this from my dad too. So for some reason, the blue gut place guy is just our theme because the randomness of ever the, the 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 slide stack keeps showing us him. So this is my dad's you know theme story. Is that? Oh, it's William Wallace. Oh, back. always he keeps coming back. He, my, uh, my dad nice. well he loved and hated braveheart because he he knew that the battle scenes were wrong <laughs> the battle of sterling bridge with no bridge right it's like <laughs> no, no 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 um and also it was too long he, he he couldn't watch the movie without having to go out for cigarettes <laughs> he was cranky <laughs> dad loved having you know young men who was being pushed to oh remachine the hot rods that they were racing right or train and surgery mm -hmm. or 
learn to fly or, you know, that, that it was, and, and that his generation, my dad's generation, they were very clear about you, you know, the, the older men need to be around to, you know, train the younger men to behave in all ways, mm -hmm. right. Both in terms of, of okay. skill and, and courage, um, but also, you know, po hopefully polite behavior towards women and, and that these are not things that you just can do, right. You do actually have to practice. Um, and by taking away our fathers and by taking away that masculine push for excellence with men pushing mm -hmm. younger men to get there, we lose everything. We lose great poetry. We lose engineering. We mm -hmm. lose joy. We lose beauty. I, I don't understand how we've managed to destroy this masculine excellence. We're idiots. I think we need another one. Yeah. Ooh, look, this one's about women. A woman. Perfect woman. She was a phantom of delight when first she gleamed upon my sight, a lovely apparition sent to be a moment's ornament. Her eyes as stars of twilight fair, like twilight's too her dusky hair, but all things else about her drawn from Maytime and the cheerful dawn. A dancing shape, an image gay, to haunt, to startle, and waylay. I saw her upon nearer view, a spirit, yet a woman too. Her household motions light and free, and steps of virgin liberty. A countenance in which did meet sweet records, promises as sweet. A creature not too bright or good for human nature's daily food. For transient sorrows, simple wiles, praise, blame, love, kisses, tears, and smiles. And now I see, with eye serene, the very pulse of the machine, a being breathing thoughtful breath, a traveler between life and death, the reason firm, the temperate will, endurance, foresight, strength, and skill, a perfect woman nobly planned, to warm, to comfort, and command, and yet a spirit still and bright, with something of angelic light. Man, they write nice things about women. Mm. This this one's this yeah, one's by someone called William. Out. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it says she's beautiful, and yet she's a spirit as well. So, so apparently, women have the same characteristics as men do, with in terms of interior mystery, endurance, foresight, strength, and skill. That that sounds pretty appreciative. A perfect woman nobly planned to warm to comfort and command, and yet a spirit still and bright with something of angelic light. I'm not sure why we should we're supposed to be upset by this. It doesn't sound very impressive. It's, yes, it sounds dignifying. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but come on, we're told that all men care about is what we look like. That is the that is the prevailing rumor. <laughs> And it does. It does I seem mean, that men, if the men appreciate. Industry has anything to do with it. I mean, we're told that we've got to cut ourselves and inject things in ourselves. And are we sure men want that? You know. I mean. Oh well, here now we have a man who's who's got like cuts all over his face and very wild hair. And I think if you saw the full picture, his hands would be made of scissors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which I think is a metaphor. Could be. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Poor Eddie. <laughs> well, of course, I mean, this is, this is a lovely accompaniment to this poem because at the, at the end he makes it snow for her by cutting the ice really quickly, <laughs> right? It's like... Um, men seem to keep making stories about men being good to women. I, I'm really, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm staggered. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's very beautiful. I love that mm. story. His scissor hands. He's kind of unfinished <laughs> by his maker. This uh, created machine mm. man. You know, he gets, he gets made bit by bit, stuck together. And his maker, Vincent Price, is reading to him. And he likes to read to him about, you know, about the eloquence of speech and etiquette and all sorts mm. of things. So he's creating the perfect gentleman. He's got the temporary scissor hands. And then Vincent Price drops dead before he gets his real hands. But it's this lovely thing of, like, the that terrifying aspect of, the masculine that does really, really scare women. I mean, it's Edward Scissorhands, the perfect gentleman, but he's, <laughs> you know, capable of very terrible things. And I think this is why women are retarding them. I think this is why our culture has made them so retarded. Because to be, to be like that kind of... Um, beautiful, you know, masculine uh, Edward carving carving the ice sculptures for his love and making the snow and everything. It also comes with knowing that the the tools he uses are I mean the women around him don't have them and they're they're at the they're at the receiving end of his care and attention in terms of when he's cutting their hair and doing all of that kind of mm. stuff you know he, he's giving them all of these beautiful haircuts and everything he's very creative and very artistic but the you know the hands are weapons i mean a man's intelligence and his skill in artistry you know it extends into other aspects of uh the artificial things men make tools for warfare as well as they make everything else so um i don't know i mean i'm just thinking of it now like were boomer women just so terrified of having another world war that they just decided to make their sons retarded it's mm. worth it's worth thinking about it but the thing Two is so it happened yeah back. but it's so the 1918 is interesting that's like Rumpole in his stories is always saying that this was the last great collection. He went, he he had the old the old form, but nineteen eighteen is of course the death of all those men in the trenches, and mm. they were often sent there by women, like the the ones who handed out the white feathers, saying you can't be a coward. You know the 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 the, the yeah. role of women in sending men into war is significant. Well, they don't see it. They haven't seen it before. I'm, I'm just thinking at that time, this is before like ma mass visual media mm. where we actually see war. Like women didn't see war. They didn't see trench warfare before. Uh, they didn't know what they were sending their boys into. 
really well I mean, but they got they, they got them back like you know pieces they got them back in pieces yes yes so they learned afterwards they learned afterwards what it meant i don't i so i i think we're gonna need i let i think we need to to, to focus know. on the what men really want problem for this episode and figure out why why do we go to war um that <laughs> no because i think i the, the the trope is and you're right the trope is you know if women if women were in charge of the world there'd be fewer wars and that really doesn't hold at all <laughs> um, and and then and then we're on the opposite side of it's like why is there war it's like what is it about because it seems it seems like to be a failure of the game of test and necessary mm. I, th I think i ha i think we haven't we haven't we, we don't have enough evidence right now let's let's carry on let me let I, I got another one here okay. i got another one here yeah, i think i like this one this one's by another william guy i probably should sing it but i can't sing and did those feet in ancient time walk upon England's mountains green? And was the holy lamb of God on England's pleasant pastures seen? And did the countenance divine shine forth upon our clouded hills? And was Jerusalem builded here among these dark satanic mills? Bring me my bow of burning gold. Bring me my arrows of desire. Bring me my spear, O clouds, unfold. Bring me my chariot of fire. I will not cease from mental fight, nor shall my sword sleep in my hand, till we have built Jerusalem in England's green and pleasant land. I, I hadn't remembered until I was not singing it. That, that, that's with the, the movie, too, right, of this, the runners. The chariots of fire mm. which is of course um ezekiel's chariot of fire for ascent into the heavens it it, it men make beautiful religious imagery <laughs> mm. frankly and yeah. so when we've robbed them of their joy in women and our you know our beauty and loving us and seeing us as soul, spirits We've also seemed to rob them of the exquisiteness of their religious vision. What is up? Mm. <laughs> who stole this from who? It's almost like... It's almost like masculinity is necessary for real spirituality to flourish it gives me shivers <laughs> could, could, it be? could it be could it be i mean that's we're talking about the the you know the the dignity and glory of the mass when treated with masculine attention and now mm. the, the just exquisiteness of prophetic vision so that heaven is this jerusalem I mean, and Blake is, of course, he's complaining about 
the the industrial revolution which is you know the other thing it's like men are men are it, it's funny how men are equated with their machines and yet men mm -hmm. are also complaining about the effects of those machines and yet men are also mm -hmm. delighted at the idea of making the machines which take work from men i mean there does seem to be a conundrum here I'm not entirely sure we can blame women for this but then, yeah. what, no, but the, I mean, one of the bad effects of the Industrial Revolution is, of course, the women take all the men's jobs, because, <laughs> which Engels talks about in the condition of the working class in England, when he's saying that one of the thing, one of the effects of the Industrial Revolution is to emasculate the men. Um, he's uh -huh. he's describing the women's the women taking all the jobs in Manchester in the factories because the machines enable weaker bodies to do certain kinds of work. Mm -hmm. that, had been men's work and that the men, you know, lit, stay at home, get drunk all the time. And the women are the only ones that can make a, um, a living. Mm. Yeah. And then you start to establish matriarchy. You're inverting the order of the family. So it's those dark satanic mills. Maybe that. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Well then, and but then men, women like blaming men. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, women should be able to do every job that a man can, except for we can't, when certain jobs require physical strength, and we can't when it seems like certain jobs require a degree of attention that women won't give things, and we can't. <laughs> oh, I think we're fallen. I think human beings are fallen. Wait. Look, now we have the guy who was in blue with his hands like going like this, um, talking to this other guy who's got a, cro a crown of thorns on his head. Our, oh, yeah. Our pictures are helping us. <laughs> the randomness is coming together. Yes, the dark satanic mills in Jerusalem. And I will not cease from mental fight nor shall my sword sleep in my hand. Do we have built Jerusalem in England's green and pleasant land? Mm. I mean, there's a backfire there too. It's like empire will, you know, it's like, where was Jerusalem? Where is Jerusalem? And we've been talking about the Anglo empire, but I don't think Blake is on to that. I don't think he's longing for the empire. It's almost like everything men make is both um, divine and fallen. You think the men realize that no, they're too stupid for that. Wait. <laughs> I think some of them do. They seem to make movies about the problem. Mm. <laughs> A lot of movies where they're dealing with the fallenness and the sinfulness and the repentance that we need so much so that they make movies about Christ. Ooh, look, mm. we have a, we have a, a werebear. Chariots of Fire and Mr. Bean. Okay, that you guys have to watch on your own. <laughs> there, there, might, there might be a spoof in that. Well, the, I mean, the, this is the problem. Because, I mean, Mel Gibson's making a movie. He's, he's creating the imagery for people to understand this kind of problem. Mm the the redemption of mankind and the the, the restoration of 
uh, man's sub-creative capacity. But in cultures where this imagery doesn't exist, we, I mean, men seem to be some somehow aware of it not consciously so mm. but, i don't know but, then, it, but this it, it's, it's interesting it's like, that men seem to be aware of their sinfulness yeah yeah they're just they're they're trying to anesthetize the sensation of it somehow mm. no but i mean it's like women are all accusing men of not like being reflective enough to be able to pay attention yet we have all these stories about oh yeah them recognizing the difficulty of being you know wait that one that we read about love right saying i can't do this i've shamed you and then god's saying but i made you here, eat. I mean, you could, what, what, one version of this is like, so men are all wrapped up in themselves, um, in these problems and recognizing their own fallenness. And all of these stories are simply about men saving other men, which sounds okay. Mm. Are we jealous then? Those like women want to be in this story too. And we feel excluded. Wait. We do to ourselves tonight really so many thoughts <laughs> so many thoughts well this so this this is the funny thing about reading something like you know mary daly you know beyond god the father and and all of this stuff it's like well here's this story about god you know the father sacrifices his own son and has nothing to do with women it's like well then maybe it needs to have something to do with men maybe men have this problem that they need to reconcile for themselves and maybe ladies no it doesn't have anything to do with you it's not your mm. dynamic and yet you know we had wordsworth talking about women as having a spirit so maybe we do have something to do with this story or they see us having something to do with this story certainly in other capacities they seem to give women a role in it like mary <laughs> I mean, it, 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 the, the, the sort of caricature version of everything. It, I mean, it, it is funny for, for we, we women. It's like, where do we belong in these struggles and training and, and, and care and crafting that the men are up to? Why aren't we making our own? Why are we so focused on them? That's a good question. It's control problem. Well, they're kind of focused on us. Here, here's another one. Which, if 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 the uh, if the, the slideshow response to my reading this one will be hilarious. Lord Byron. <laughs> she walks in beauty like the night of cloudless climes and starry skies, and all that's best of dark and light and bright meet in her aspect and her eyes. Thus mellowed to that tender light which heaven to gaudy day denies. One shade the more, one ray the less, had half impaired the nameless grace, 
which waves in every raven tress or softly lightens o'er her face where thoughts serenely sweet express how pure how dear their dwelling place and on that cheek and o'er that brow so soft so calm yet eloquent the smiles that win the tints that glow but tell of days and goodness spent a mind at peace with all below a heart whose love is innocent we've got in this stack johnny depp playing lord byron pretending to be lord byron oh, don juan right <laughs> which is pretty you know he he was really good at that role. Going Very, but women love this right and that being the point mm -hmm. that we we do seem to respond when they when they write such lovely lovely things about us so maybe we like their attention and wish we had i mean frankly i think you know any everyone who's been a teenager hands raised right um as you're going through that moment and you had you 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 start noticing each other and wishing he would be interested in you and he's hateful because he isn't and she's hateful because she doesn't like you. i mean the, the sort of drama <laughs> figuring out who loves who mm -hmm. very painful if only we had some older yeah, people around to help us through it <laughs> <laughs> Listen to your grown-ups. They know what they have was like. It was awful. Oh, oh my god. <sighs> yeah, no, it's like clearly some people are better at it than others in terms of apparently being able to get the attention of the opposite sex, which really, really matters because then you have babies and you have more people. So I think it's baked in. Mm. <laughs> human human being human um so i mean it could be so we, we've got the industrial revolution obviously a problem but the the break the breakdown of the generational i mean what you said the 50s i don't maybe it's just high school we, we didn't put crybaby in here but it's like the the, the level of high school mm -hmm. drama which is the peer group working things out itself without any advice whatsoever from the adults who are all seen as useless. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, Lord Byron, it's so Byron, Byron, Shelley, I mean, th these whole romantic guys, like they really messed up a lot, which E. Michael Jones has told us about because the previous generation yeah. messed up a lot because they, you know, invented this stuff called free love and everything, which does not work. Kids, doesn't work. <laughs> You'll just be miserable. Save no, yourself for marriage. Um. <laughs> no, it should be. You should want extensive love, not free. Yes, love. it should be very expensive. Make sure he writes very, you very, very, expensive. very expensive verses <laughs> and promises you gold yep. buckles and 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 and, yeah. and expensive yeah. wool dresses, <laughs> like in the earlier poem. It, we should be hard to get. Got you know, ladies, make them up their game. We're not. We're not making them work hard enough. There, it's good for them. Well, yeah, it is. It is. Um, Men like a challenge. I mean, you know Be my... a challenge. <laughs> I I don't even think it's like a people people mistake it now. Like if you say things like this in in New World Western cultures, like oh you're a gold digger so of course you know i was run with that wildly because yeah um but uh people make the mistake of having this shame around uh wanting to 
have uh sorry there's like animal noises in the background that um i mainly hear creaking doors you've got very door active animals your dog is your do it's just your dog isn't it she's cracking okay. yeah it is <laughs> mine is mine um, is like he's he's been over there he's been over there he's been over there he's been over there <laughs> yeah the animals are very very mobile tonight she's, she's scratching at the door right now and making really strange noises um no it's the it the the, this factory environment that women have been in for a long mm. time has programmed them to be productive and it's ruined their sense of wanting to be valuable and to, you know, um, be spoiled with these things. And then women overcompensate by, uh, you know, just becoming uh, completely materialistic instead of realizing the, the expression of you know these things that the, the men are putting in this poetry like i you know i want to dress you like this and i want to do this for you and you know all of this kind of stuff it's it's like the they're trying to reclaim it but through pure materialism instead of having the love that's behind it and then you know uh so everyone gets robbed right. uh the men are robbed of the opportunity to to work and to find women that they value enough to invest in them in this way and to give them gifts and to spoil them and to love them because this is what men do for women like they like doing it they really do <laughs> i mean so, they, they, they get yeah, upset I mean, yeah. and, and i think what you just said there is like women women have confused the having of the cool stuff with what it feels like when it's been gifted to you because someone loves you so much he wants to make sure that you have these beautiful things yeah yeah yeah, yeah we be again. i mean in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's it's not like uh you know you've got like a i think this is the problem is that, that because there's so much stigma around now being provided for as a woman and being dependent as a woman materially on men that anything that reeks of a sugar daddy like situation or like an this kind of thing they're they they're proud in themselves and they say oh no i don't want that i don't mm. need this I, I you know i can do it myself whatever um and then they just kill the romance because there's no giving and receiving and you know so it's it's interesting that the yeah both 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 sexes are wrong yes everybody everybody's losing mm. Yep. Maybe we should take drugs. <laughs> like Samuel Taylor Coleridge. I mean, more. <laughs> well, no. And so th this is like, it's like, do, um, we've been reading heavenly visions and, and longing for God and longing for beauty and, you know, men longing for women and to be gifting to them and such. And there is a, and, you know, then we get to the, one of my favorite, I think it is one of the few least opening poems that I can actually remember to remember mostly to read. I think also it helps to memorize these and say them, say them properly. But anyway, in Xanadu, did Kublai Khan a stately pleasure dome decree where Alf, the sacred river ran through caverns measureless to man down to the sunless sea. 
So twice five miles of fertile ground with walls and towers were girdled round, and there were gardens bright with sinuous rills where blossomed many an incense-bearing tree, and here were forests ancient as the hills, enfolding sunny spots of greenery. But oh, that deep romantic chasm which slanted down the green hill athwart a cedarn cover, a savage place as holy as enchanted, as e'er beneath a waning moon was haunted, by woman wailing for her demon lover. And from this chasm with ceaseless toil, turmoil seething, as if this earth in fast thick pants were breathing, a mighty fountain momently was forced, amid whose swift half intermittent burst, huge fragments vaulted like rebounding hail, or chaffy grain beneath the thresher's flail. And mid these dancing rocks at once and ever, it flung up momently the sacred river. Five miles meandering with a mazy motion, through wood and dale the sacred river ran, then reached the caverns measureless to man, and sank in tumult to a lifeless ocean. And mid this tumult Kubla heard, sorry, and mid this tumult Kubla heard from far, ancestral voices prophesying war. The shadow of the dome of pleasure floated midway on the waves, where was heard the mingled measure from the fountain and the caves. It was a miracle of rare device, a sunny pleasure dome with caves of ice. A damsel with a dulcimer in a vision once I saw. It was an Abyssinian maid, and on her dulcimer she played, singing of Mount Abora. Could I revive within me her symphony and song, to such a deep delight t'would win me, that with music loud and long, I would build that dome in air, that sunny dome, those caves of ice, and all who heard should see them there. And all should cry, cry, beware, beware, his flashing eyes, his floating hair. Weave a circle round him thrice, and close your eyes with holy dread, for he on honeydew hath fed, and drunk the milk of paradise. Fast forward to the 60s and every... <laughs> <laughs> I was gone. Man, I'm like, you wow. know, it's like we want, we want, we want the we want the visions. We want, so uh, famously, Coleridge was taking opium and was reading Purchase His Pilgrimage, fell asleep, um, was woke up and was interrupted as he was writing for the man from Por Porfrock Porlock, right? That, um. You know, so much of modern, you know, crafting was like, what, what do men want? <laughs> they clearly like fantasy. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, um, the, the, the sort of vision of this kind of exquisite, uh, architecture and experience and mystery, like literally every movie ever made in the sci-fi fantasy gaming genre. What are you guys on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I <remember> we know <laughs> you. Just tripping and building worlds all day, like <laughs> world world building and crafting of structure and this this vision of imagination that men seem to revel mm -hmm. in. How many of you play Minecraft, guys, and love crafting fantasy worlds out of them? Men love fantasy. It's like, and then they get ridiculed now for me, you know, wanting to collect the the figurines and 
play the games and stuff. You started with games. We started with saying men like playing games and solving puzzles and stuff, but they also seem to like constructing imaginary worlds, which they then want to make real. Yes. How yes. did this get squished? I mean, all of these things that are magnificent about what men want, and we we somehow are are either laugh at them or claim we don't want them and then commercialize them and reduce them to something you can advertise for. Disney. It, 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 I do think, I mean, it's sad that Disney is being put through what it is right now because people like that kind of imagination. I hate the believe thing by itself, but... <laughs> Just, Just believe. believe. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like you want Jerusalem in this green and pleasant land. You want caverns measureless to man. You want this, you know, vision of the world that we can see through our imagination that yes men seem to construct and then women women end mm. up there wailing for their demon lovers in it <laughs> i take it from them when this is what they enjoy making mm. ladies well i mean i think the um you know the the action figure collection issue is that they're not realizing it outside of the collections they're, they're stuck. stuck yeah no and they're they are stuck they're stuck yeah so it's a kind of necessary step in their creativity and imaginative process but they're they're not moving forward and they're not realizing it and i i think like this is where it becomes impossible to kind of overlook it because it, it it's like um it's like the signs that point to people who need to be pushed out of a particular phase that they're that they're in in order to grow or develop and they can't and no one can really say why it's bothering them i mean like girls can't really say why it's mm. bothering them or i uh indulging in it for too long is is detrimental to, to to them and it's just because this is like a imagination that's not being realized in in any like actual creation and action you know they get well, fatherhood it need, they yeah, need fatherhood. yeah 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 so w somehow the blue face guy keeps showing back up i don't know what our slides are doing they're trolling us <laughs> um, about piety says after you slay the ender dragon most of us just played to fight other players which i think is what you're describing it's like fa you need fatherhood mm. you need the responsibility of taking care of the children or providing yeah. for your family about piety yeah. still minecraft without a vision is a nihilistic slaughterhouse just described our culture. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what I was saying about the makeup yesterday, like at two, two o'clock in the morning or whenever I was up <laughs> talking to everybody about it. 
that you know this this insanity now that is saying oh men in dresses are so brave and it's this new thing and it's not because men have already done this before they they've literally already done this like a million times before it's not a new thing men have been in drag they just called it different things and it was a part of the dramatic arts it was a part of men being able to play around with character and to you know express themselves in this way to embody their perception of females women you know and like show the world what they saw in, in women by by pretending to mm. be them not to mock them and this is the the, the, the really odd thing about drag it's kind of like the drag thing is the opposite to all of the poems you've just read yeah these this poetry is about loving women and nurturing them and nourishing them and being around them and calling them spirits and wanting to give them you know like really nice woolen dresses and gold buckles amazing rose petals drag queens are mocking women and i think this is where uh it's sort of like this strange schizo thing now where everyone's experiencing men wanting to wear makeup and and heels and dresses and instead of uh doing it in you know like a king louis way where you know he's still running things like he's a man he's 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 doing what uh what men should be doing but with this you know wild creative spin to it mm. it's not a mockery of women they're not trying to replace us they're well this is where we started with the, the heels right which was a and mm. I, I i was triggering you about it because i was saying heels are <laughs> don't the heels are actually menswear and women women for some reason are now associated with wearing heels but they were actually originally for riding boots <laughs> and it was in the it was in the 18th century i believe that they got adopted by maybe late 17th century that women started wearing them but it's like women dressed in men's clothes first and then at, at the heels and and then they became more recently associated with women as such but they weren't originally um mm. but i'm also thinking it's i i wish i wish okay i'm gonna force force change the slide what do we got now go to the one i wanted Ah, look, we got Jack Sparrow, right? That okay. that everybody loves the characters that Depp plays. I hope you all love them because you should, um, because they're you know they're costume characters too, right? That you have all of these different yes. cl clothes and and sort of glamour and elegance and whimsy and and the the coats that the guys got to wear in the 18th century is like how did you ever give them up for the 19th century in boring industrial clothing <laughs> of course they did they gave them up because it was easier and cheaper to not make skirts on their men's coats but men men look great in skirted coats i mean we're just saying mm -hmm. right <laughs> heels and it's like that it, it's like we robbed men, women of the enjoyment of men's elegance as well what's yes. going on it's like the, the well one the machines win with all of this industrial de-sexed you know, de-sexed i i the drag is i you said something like this it's a rococo crisis it's a desire for it is sort a rococo of crisis. aristocracy and mm -hmm. elegance and hierarchy ironically there's your drag queens right the, 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 mm -hmm. it's it's like the 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 not the repressed but because I don't believe in the Freudian stuff, but the um, longing for this kind of social performance and the only way we're allowed to express it is in caricature and parody now. Yeah, yeah. Because the culture can only handle it in irony. Yeah. 
it's so frigid. The culture is so frigid that it handles everything that is true and good and beautiful only through irony, which is why everything is so disgusting. And you can feel it. It's vile mm-hmm. because it's mockery. It's only mocking these things and only treating them as these kind of ironic uh, fragments of, uh, you know, things that are now unnecessary to human life instead of realizing that it's it's like a it's vital to see because this is men in their true beauty like revealing the fullness of their masculinity this is also women being able to enjoy it and then reveal themselves in response to it and it is in response to it we cannot do it without men first doing it the men go first they have to go first pied beauty glory be to god for dappled things for skies of couple color as a brindled cow for rolls moles all in stipple upon trout that swim fresh fire cold chestnut falls finches wings Landscape plotted and pieced, fold, fallow, and plow, and all trades their gear and tackle and trim. All things counter, original, spare, strange, whatever is fickle, freckled, who knows how, with swift, slow, sweet, sour, dazzle, dim, he fathers forth whose beauty is past change. Praise him. glory to be to god for dappled things we need men to be beautiful again (laughs) yep we really do Guys, we want you to write poetry. (laughs) Mm. And we want women to stop mocking this and claiming that the men stole it from us in some way, which is the strangest thing, right? It's like the patriarchy Mm. stole from women. No. (laughs) Gave men dignity and purpose and responsibility. Mm. Which evidently they want. <laughs> apparently, apparently, mm-hmm. men, what men really want is dis- is is just you know is disgusting. It's a house and family. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> according to and according to the little frog cartoon, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We've, have we persuaded you why even in our unpracticed meter we care that we want it back we want this beauty back we want excellence we want men striving 
And yeah, you know, we'll be jealous of you if you write better than we do, but we want you to. Yeah. Because without men's excellence, we don't have excellence in the world. We've had we've had a hundred years, ladies, and we haven't we haven't managed to replace them. So why don't we embrace them? Rococo. <laughs> I have a final a final poem to lighten the mood a bit, or not. The donkey. Oh, it was Jared Manley Hopkins, the previous one, Pie Beauty. This one's Chesterton, <laughs> who is great at overturning the irony, you know, re revealing the ironies and paradoxes and silliness of modernity to say, look, we want mythology. We want imagination. We want men being men and donkeys being donkeys. When fishes flew and forest walked and figs grew upon thorn, some moment when the moon was blood, then surely I was born. With monstrous head and sickening cry and ears like errant wings, the devil's walking parody on all four-footed things. The tattered outlaw of the earth of ancient crooked will, star scourge deride me, I am dumb. I keep my secret still. Fools, for I also had my hour, one far fierce hour and sweet. There was a shout about my ears and palms beneath my feet. I get quite affected. <laughs> we got the dog back with this guy. Yeah. Mm. So, well, I, you know, this was this quite a survey through what men like. I think I like what men like. They like nice things. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there, we finally found Don Juan DeMarco. <laughs> they like beautiful women. And they like women being beautiful. And they like being chivalrous and responsible for them. And I say, still say three cheers. Good grief. We're not going to love yeah. absolutely all of you just because you love us. And you're not going to love all of us just because we faint for you. This is complicated. Tricky. Mm -hmm. And yet, why did we give up? <laughs> be industrial produced made in machine made in machine versions of ourselves it's nonsense and horror mm. and satanic we should be human beings again yeah, yeah. it's horrible <laughs> the factory edition of mankind is not beautiful It's safe, but it's not beautiful. But it's it's homogenous, but it's not beautiful. Mm. <laughs> and it's not and it's not local and and it's not donkeys. No. Well, okay, so how did that go? Right? We have uh 
the the chat we have well we have answered most of the chat <laughs> Casey says women can't complain about the pain of childbirth while claiming innate unique strength can't have it both ways <laughs> no so welcome to June <laughs> <laughs> And the glory of being human, for goodness sake. Mm. Please learn to scan. Please learn to scan. <laughs> I can, so I actually, I mean, I did put some thought into the random ones, so, but you know, the, the, uh, things that I have not known yet. Some of them are long and I can't read I can't read the longer ones. Oh, maybe Matthew Arnold. Maybe we should finish with Matthew Arnold on Shakespeare. <laughs> Others abide our question, thou art free. We ask and ask, thou smilest and art still, out topping knowledge from the lofty for the loftiest hill. That to the stars and crowns his majesty, planting his steadfast, steadfast footsteps in the sea, making the heaven of heavens his dwelling place, spares but the cloudy border of his base to the foiled searching of mortality. And thou who didst the stars and sunbeams know, self schooled, self scanned, self honored, self secure, did walk on earth unguessed at, better so. All pains the immortal spirit must endure, all weakness that impairs, all griefs that bow, find their sole voice in that victorious brow. Well, Shakespeare learned to scan. I don't think he was self-schooled. <laughs> he learned to scan. Mm -hmm. We can learn to scan, and we can bring beauty back into our language and hopefully into our culture. Yes. Oh, okay, so we have Bishop. Very encouraging lady saying this is a man with four sons. Learn to scan. They'll learn to scan and then they'll 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 be men. Real men write poetry. We've proved it tonight, right? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, we have a Kickstarter. Please support us. As we learn to scan. Inspire inspire your sons in the filling of book the next thousand years of English <laughs> yeah okay yeah so yeah we there's 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 literally no way we can like top these verses so no we're speechless so if you want us to stop talking just write poetry and we'll stop <laughs> and listen to you with that look yeah. upon your the, the look that look and ladies don't stop them good night <laughs>